Hey, I'm Yesenia, and my favorite things include margaritas and Outlander. In the last few years of my life, I became a single mom, lost 25 pounds, and had the best blow-up ever, inside and out. Since then, I've coached dozens of women and helped them lose weight, feel more confident, and change their lives. This podcast is the place where I share all of it, my own personal journey and the best stuff from my coaching, so that you can have the glow-up of your life too. Welcome to Glow Up with Yesenia. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So happy you're here with me once again. I am excited to tell you all about high failure tolerance. But before we get into that, a couple of things. One, I am recording this podcast from my couch on my new MacBook Air. And I just have to say, I so appreciate having a laptop now and just being able to work from my couch again. For a long time, I worked off of an iMac and um, and now I've got a, a laptop again. So I'm excited to work on the couch, work in bed, work at a coffee shop if I want to, especially now that I'm going to be getting back to writing real soon. That's another thing I've got going on today. I've already done a little bit more of uh, brainstorming around my series that I'm going to be starting soon, just continuing to brainstorm, ideate, and get ready to start drafting on that. Just so, so excited to like really be a writer again. Um, actually coached uh, on that with my coach this morning. Um, and we just talked about, like I was just telling her about this fear that I noticed that had come up. Um, just this fear coming from like, I might not get it right. And she just helped me so much with that. I was so glad that I brought it to her because I just realized like, it's like, it's not about getting it right. I know it's like very human to feel that way that it feels like even writing this fiction story, it feels like something I have to get right. Um, or people might not like it. It might flop. It might not like, it might just suck as a story. Um, and she just helped me find the truth in that. And the truth is like, it's not about like one right book. Like, like there are 10 different ways I could take this story and they would all be right. They could all be right for me. Um, each of those, right? Like there's, it's not like a multiple choice test where it's like A, B, C, or D. And there's like one correct answer. It's like A, B, C, or D all could be the answers. And there's like, there's E, F, G too, you know? And that's very true with me writing these books. That's true for our lives. Like, don't feel like you have to find this right path in front of you. Any path could be right for you. There's no one right path. Like any of them can work out. Any of them can be your right path. Um, And I just, the thing, the aha that I had was like, I could just write like the completely wrong book and it would still be right for somebody out there. Somebody out there would read it and be like, oh my gosh, this book was written for me. This is my most favorite book ever. Like this impacted me. And so that just created like a lot of like peace and excitement in myself again to start writing. Like it's not something I need to get right. It's just something that I can explore, that I can have fun with. And it's like choose your own adventure. She was just telling me about like life is choose your own adventure. Uh, Writing stories is like choose your own adventure. You could create like 10 different books out of this and they would all be great, you know? 
So that was that was really good coaching this morning. I feel like it's been like it's only two o'clock as I'm recording this. I'm going to be picking up the girls in about 30 minutes. And I was like, I've got to record this podcast episode, first of all. Um, but <clears throat> I went to the gym this morning. First of all, I woke up before my alarm, which I was very proud of. <laughs> Dropped off the girls a little early at school. Saw little Celeste walk in, wave to her, and dropped off Andrea, too. I dropped her off first, like, in the fifth grade line. Um, Saw her, you know, like, sprint across to get inside. And then little Celeste waving to me. She was, like, looking for me, like, amongst the traffic, exiting the school. And I just always love seeing her walk in and just wave goodbye to me. And it just never ceases to amaze me that, like, we drop off our children at school and it's like we just entrust them to their teachers and their principals and the custodians and the lunch ladies. And I never cease to be grateful for that, um, that somebody else would just care for and teach my child, you know, and love on them just as much as I do. So I've been a teacher before. Some of you guys know, and it just never ceases to amaze me how amazing teachers are, all of our educators and people who work in our education system. Um, Yeah, went to the gym, came home, had my coffee, did some reading, did my planning for the day, got coached, took a nice long hot shower. I've been listening to the Spare audiobook, which is interesting for sure. Um, And Jared and I are still listening to Order of the Phoenix in the car, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. It could be another six months before we're even done with that book. It's so long, but it's good. We're we're loving it. We're enjoying it. I have like been in bed, um, watching movies, reading, working on my book a little bit. And I'm here recording this podcast. And there's just going to be more of that this evening. I'm trying to decide if I want to go out. Um, but one thing I know for sure is I want to buy myself flowers today or this weekend. I was listening to... Miley Cyrus's new song that came out, Flowers, and um, it's kind of a play on Bruno Mars' um, song, you know, I'm blanking on the name, but it's like her spin on it, and, you know, it's just so good, and she's talking about how she can buy herself flowers, and I'm like, between that and seeing a friend and previous client of mine on Instagram share like the, she shared like a beautiful photo of flowers. I'm not sure if they were hers or I think maybe they were like for a coworker or something like that. But um, I was just realized like I haven't bought myself flowers in a while. Um, And so I was like, I think I would like to do that. I think I would like to buy myself some flowers this weekend and maybe a bottle of wine or go out and have a glass or two of of wine that sounds really lush to me and just work on my book this weekend so I'm excited for that and that kind of ties into the dating update like I went on the date a week ago now um and I don't know I feel like for a little bit there I was like wanting to get back into the dating game and now I'm just like hmm I'm not sure I want to dating is so funny for me these days it's like I some days I really want to get back into it and some days I'm just like no I'm good (laughs) (laughs) so right now I'm kind of in a no I'm good mood I really just want to like spend time with myself spend time with my kids so we'll see I I have no idea what the year will bring for me as far as like dating and relationships but it's not at the forefront of my mind right now right now what's at the forefront is of my mind is continuing to just work on me take care of me take care of my kids love on them go to the gym work out walk 
and just work on my books and just continue to coach and just work on my books this year. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm going to buy myself flowers. I'm going to have to post a picture on Instagram um, of those. And yeah, go buy yourself flowers. Go buy yourself flowers today or tomorrow and just have something beautiful to look at just for no reason at all. All right. So today I want to talk about high failure tolerance. Before we do that, I have like one quick note about the last episode. And we were talking about like process problems um, versus me problems. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago. And one note that I want to add on that is like, if you continue to work on solving your problems and seeing them as process problems, and you just keep taking action and seeing like, all right, where is the process not working? That's going to help you solve any actual me problems. And what I mean by that is like the the limiting beliefs that we all have about what we deserve and don't deserve and what we think we're really capable of and what we think is really going to happen for us or not. A lot of us have those limiting beliefs when it comes to love or money or career or whatever, weight loss. And so if you keep solving your problems and looking at them as process problems and just taking action consistently, those that will help erode the limiting beliefs. So I just wanted to add that. Um, that's a really good way to just work on your limiting beliefs and just let them go over time as to just keep showing up anyways. So, all right. So let's talk about high failure tolerance. Let's start by defining failure. Um, and I thought of this and I was like, I don't know if the definition that I'm thinking of is really right. So I looked it up and I guess it was kind of right. Failure is lack of success, right? Because what I first thought of it, it's like, it's when you don't have something, it's when you haven't done something, but I don't always like defining things as like what we don't have or what we didn't do. But I guess like failure in a way is that it's a lack of success, It's an omission of expected or required action. Um, And it just means you set some sort of a goal for yourself or you had a goal and you didn't hit it, right? So you wanted to do something or maybe it was expected of you and you didn't hit that goal. You had a lack of success. Um, And what came to mind for me was like, like there's, a couple of different kinds of failures. There's more like tangible failures and more like non-tangible failures. So like a non-tangible would be like kind of like a parenting failure. And I don't know, I don't know if those are the right words to describe it, tangible and intangible, but hopefully you'll get my drift. So sometimes I think of like my parenting failures, like, and how that's kind of a failure. Um, but you don't really have like a clear goal clear measurable goal with a deadline with like with that your goal is like oh I want to be a kind and patient and loving mom but then sometimes we feel like a failure as parents and it's like that's why because oh I want to be a kind and patient mom and I wasn't today for example so that to me feels like a little like less tangible and then sometimes we have like very tangible failures like We set this very measurable, concrete, clear goal with a deadline like, oh, I want to have a $10,000 launch this month by January 31st and February 1st comes along and you made $7,000 instead of the 10. Like that to me is a very like concrete, tangible failure. Um, 
And so I just wanted to like bring that up. Like there are even different kinds of failures. Um, And with some of them, like parenting, it's like you get opportunities every day for the rest of your life pretty much to either fail or succeed or with some of them, uh, you know, it's a much smaller window of time, I guess. And then you move on to the next thing or you change it or whatever. The main thing that I see when it comes to clients, to my clients and failure is this, is that we tend to take failure very personally. What do I mean by that? What does it mean to take failure personally? What I mean is that if you take failure personally, that means that you just make it mean something terrible. You make it mean like, oh, I don't really deserve this or like I am just never going to be able to do this. I just can't do this. Like, I just knew I couldn't do it. Like, we make it mean something about, like, our own self-worth and what, like, we can, what we can and can't do. Like, and we tend to bring those words, like, never into it. Like, I'm just never going to figure this out. That is what I mean by taking failure personally. Because failure is just failure. If you look at the definition, it's very simple. It means, like, you didn't hit this goal. It's a lack of success, an omission of the expected or required action. That failure in and of itself can be very like factual or neutral and a little boring if we just look at like this was the goal, this is what we did. Um, But we take it and we blow it up in our mind as like and we just turn the emotional pain up to like a thousand and we're like, oh, this just means I'm never going to find love. I'm never going to find my person. I'm just never going to be good at managing money. I am just like, I just suck as a mom. Like that is turning up the emotional pain up and like taking it personal. Um, Like I said, failure itself, it's just data. It's just something we look at and we just see like, okay, so this was the goal. I didn't, I either did or didn't hit it. It's just an event. Failure is just an event. Um, And it means like, okay, that way doesn't work. Or like this time wasn't it. Like this was not the time that I was going to succeed. I just did not succeed today. I just did not succeed with this launch. I just was not the kind, loving, patient mom today. (laughs) And it's time to try again. That's looking at it and not letting your brain turn up the emotional dial all the way up and bring pain into it, bring your limiting beliefs into it. It's just like, okay, this wasn't it. This wasn't the way. This wasn't the time. This wasn't the tactic. This wasn't the strategy. It's time to try again. Let me go for it again. So that's my biggest tip around failure and creating a high failure tolerance is stop taking it personally. And just catch that shit when your brain does that to you and redirect it. It's very human of us to take it to take failure personally. That's just what we do before we know it. We've taken it personally. We feel bad about it. We make it mean this. We make it mean that. That's okay. I'm just saying like redirect it when you catch it and work on improving this skill over time. Just remember like failure. Like if I just start taking it personally, there's no upside to that. I don't get anything helpful out of that. It just it just slows me down. 
It just hurts my chances for succeeding next time. So watch for where you take failure personally and stop doing that. Um, An example is like, let's say you have a business launch coming up, right? Like the $10,000 business launch goal. I want to launch this month, have my first $10,000 launch. Like I said, you make $7,000 instead of the 10 that you were going for. Don't go into it and say like, oh, I just, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve success. Like, I just, I suck at business. Like, I'm never going to be able to do this. Like, I'm never going to hit the six figures that I want to hit this year. Like, that's you taking it personally and just go back to like, oh, it's a process problem. I didn't succeed this time. Something just, something in the process is not working. Somewhere I'm missing something. And I just need to bridge that gap better and better each time over and over without giving up until I successfully do the $10,000 launch. And that is the nature of success. Like success inherently means you're going to have failures. You can't just have success by itself. Like 99.9% of the time, there's going to be at least one failure that came before it. So we need to just normalize failure and stop making it mean all this terrible shit about you like it just it's just failure it's just an event and doesn't mean you can't do this or that you won't figure it out here's another example and this is relevant for me because I so the example is I overate this week and I gained two pounds instead of losing one my goal was to lose one pound instead I gained two and I overate yeah I had an overeat last week and I gained half a pound this week instead of losing half a pound (laughs) I definitely had some overeats and some grab assing this week. And um, if you make it personal, you're going to make it mean like, oh, I just can't do this. I'm never going to lose weight, like blah, 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 right? You know where I'm going? Not taking it personal and just like really learning from it and thinking of it in a very like empowered, helpful way would be right? Why did I overeat? What led to that? What's again, what's the process problem? What in the process was not working this week? Can I make a change in my environment to set myself up for success next week? Um, Can I make a change with my thinking, with my actions? Like how was I showing up so that I have less overeats next week and I do lose that pound that I want to lose like what support can I ask for who can I ask for help where can I get accountability right perfection is not required what's required is just that you don't quit and that you just keep trying over and over and that you learn from each failure each failure has something valuable to teach you and like with the business launch Again, if you really look at it and learn from it and not make it this huge deal, it's like, okay, so there's, if I look at this launch, there will be things that I could have done better, right? There's just things that I could have done better, that I could have done differently. I can tweak this. I can change that. And so you'll launch again, and then you'll see if you hit 10K then. But here's here's the thing about failure, too, that's kind of neat, is like, you don't even have to fix everything, and you could still hit your goal. Like, there, like maybe I made like three tweaks with the launch, 
and I made those three changes and then I hit the 10K. But I bet if we looked at it, there could have been another three things that you could have done better, but you still hit the 10K. So it's like you can still kind of fail, but still succeed. Does that make sense? Like, I, it's not that I have to do this launch perfectly and fix every single thing. It's just like, oh, I, I'm just going to fail better. And just by failing better, I'm going to hit the 10K. So just remember, it's never about what you can do or not do or like what you deserve or what you're worthy of or any of that. It's not about that. It's about like, I'm not willing to quit until I hit my goal, until I get there, until I succeed. And failure is just a part of the journey. It's a part of the success equation. Brooke Castillo says like this quote that I love, and she says, success is built upon a mountain of failures. So it's like failure is an ingredient for success. Like, don't forget that. So you may as well handle it in a way that serves you and powers you up and gives you good information for next time instead of like, oh, like, no, yeah, I quit. This sucks. I quit. Yeah, you only want to quit because you're thinking of it in a very shitty way. So just watch for that. A big question to ask yourself is how well do I tolerate failure? How well do I tolerate failure, right? Think about what you're working on in your life. Is it weight loss? Is it fitness? Is it money, making more money or just like managing your overspending? Um. How well do you tolerate failure? How do you handle failure when it happens to you? You know what I think? I think the most successful people in this world just have a very high failure tolerance. That's all it is. They just have a high tolerance for failure. It's not that they're necessarily smarter than you. They're not more worthy than you. They're not really better than you in any way. There's actually a good chance you may be smarter than them. But you know what? Like, they just don't care about failing. They're just like, okay, whatever. Like, let me try it again this way. And they have, have just failed so many times that just by math, they have ended up succeeding a lot too. If you are willing to fail a lot by nature, like by math, by just how it all works out, you're going to succeed a lot too. And that's because you can't have success and growth and progress without failure. If you are willing to fail a lot, you will naturally create a lot of success for yourself, a lot of growth, a lot of progress, a lot of change. And um, I just think about all the awesome failures I've had in my life. I have failed in so many ways. The first thing I thought about was like, I wouldn't be here if my marriage hadn't failed. My marriage failed tremendously. But I'm like, hey, like it led me here. This is a great place that I'm at. It taught me a lot about myself and what I what I want for myself, what I want out of a relationship, um, what kind of person I am in a relationship and can be out of one. So that was that failure. It taught me a lot. Um, I wouldn't be the mom I am today if I hadn't failed a lot as a mom. Like in the beginning, like I was raised a certain way and disciplined a certain way. And I just kind of start like, that's how I knew how to parent. So that's how I parented. And then I learned early on, like, wait a minute, like, this is not how I want to parent. 
And I had a lot of failures along the way that taught me that. And now I love what kind of parent I am. Again, there are days where I'm like, wow, I have failed today as a mother. <laughs> but again, like failure is good because it's like, this is helping me see like, I want to fail better. I want to succeed next time as a mom. I'm also a good coach because I've failed at that too. Like, again, I've had coaching sessions where I'm like, just like, wow, that was just, I'm not sure how good of coaching that was. But again, it's all taught me something. And same with like business and putting myself out there. Um, I failed as an author with my first series. And I made like $10 in the first month that I released my book. I failed at being an author for like 18 months straight. And I made very little money. Maybe $100 in all that time. My cover sucked. My story sucked. What I thought was a romance was not a romance. A romance is supposed to have a happily ever after between like the two people in the book. Mine didn't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I Yeah, all of that. I had a lot of stuff that sucked. So I just failed at it. But then I learned from those failures. I learned from other people that were getting it right. I took notes. I made a plan. I did research. And then the, with my next series, I killed it. I absolutely killed it. My covers were on point. My stories were on point. The marketing was on point. Like, And I just decided, like, all right, I'm not quitting. This kind of sucks because this is my dream. But, like, I'm not quitting. So let me try this again. Scrap that. And I'm launching a whole new series. And it made a lot of money. And it got me a lot of readers and so many amazing reviews and emails and all of that. And it was amazing. But I wouldn't have gotten there if I hadn't been willing to just fall on my face for 18 months, get bad reviews, make very little money, and just realize, like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> so this year, this week and this year, I really want you to build your tolerance for failure. If you have a high tolerance for failure, that means you're going to put yourself out there. You're going to make the offer. You're going to, you know, make a plan this week for your weight loss and tell your accountability group to, to help support you. You're going to maybe sign up for private coaching. You're going to, you know, get your own coach. You're going to, like, put yourself out there in big ways and do big things. And you're going to be okay with failing big, knowing that it's going to create big success, too. So just see where that takes you. Failure can take you to like a lot of fun places, not just like bring you success. Like, yes, that's great. But again, look at where I am. A lot of failure got me here and I'm very thankful for it. And now I'm very successful in a lot of ways, but it's because I was willing to fail. All right. Here's a beautiful week for you. Go fail. Go fail big. And build your tolerance for failure this year. Take care and I will see you next week. Hey, if you're loving the podcast, I'd love to know about it. Make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram. My handle is at this is Yesenia Vargas. And if you haven't subscribed or left a rating or a review yet, it would help me so much if you did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And see you on the next episode.